King Kong. Your curiosity quest starts here. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the QCO Podcast with your host, Danny Travis and Alan. And we are here to give you another great episode to waste an hour away with us. Sounds, as we <laughs> sound so somber about this. I'm trying to just, it's just lay if back. This is somebody's first time lay back, Relax, close your eyes, and slip away into... An unconscious state. An unconscious state as we, you listen to us talk for about an hour and 20 minutes. So <laughs> uh, we want to thank everybody for listening uh, to our last episode, which um, every once in a while we just, uh, you know, for whatever reason, circumstances, things like that work and stuff, because this is not our our first and only job. So uh, we do have situations that come up where it kind of gets in the way and we're not able to uh, record at our usual time. So we did have a backlog. We have now used up our backlog <laughs> of episodes. <laughs> so we'll see what happens as we move forward. But uh, the last episode uh, that uh, kind of went back into our old... Um, well, this was a couple episodes ago. Our last episode was the time... Travel paradoxes. Oh, that's right. All right, forget it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Recording time for us is just so weird. <laughs> I know that it, it's like a paradox, but it's, it really? it's hard for you to travel through time. <laughs> but at some point, thank we you for did. listening to our time travel paradox <laughs> episode. We hope that you understood something because I know when we were talking about it, we were like. I, we were confusing ourselves, so yeah. Well, I just figure that if anyone is now traveling through time, got your time travel passport, that you uh, pay attention to the paradox part, paradox I, as Trav likes to call them, um, yeah. so that you don't mess things up. Because if I'm sitting here recording this new episode of the podcast and suddenly my hand starts to disappear, I'm blaming one of you. And I think the really, I mean, we talked about it for a little while, but I think the moral of last episode is just, or not even necessarily the moral, but the thing that I got out of it was how sad is Stephen Hawking when nobody showed up to his party from the future? (laughs) (laughs) But out of all of that, that's what you took away. That is exactly what I took (laughs) away. Stephen Hawking (laughs) and his sadness. Yeah, we got a good episode for you guys today. Uh, We're going to be talking, uh, so it is uh, coming up on Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is a great time to get together with our families and have some good food. But then... Literally hours after you finish eating your dinner, brawls begin in the stores. There's fighting, there's screaming, there's yelling, there's crying, there's punching, there's bloodshed. So they say that it's Thanksgiving is good for family, friends, food, and football, right? Yes. The four Fs. So you're telling me that it is followed by... A Friday when there's a lot of fighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and free good deals. Free good deals? <laughs> <laughs> trust me, trust me, people. These deals do not cost you anything. 
<laughs> these deals are free, but you do have to pay for the for the merchandise. <laughs> no, well, so it's had to come up with another F. <laughs> so we are talking today about Black Frenzy. Friday. Ah, frenzy, oh, yeah, yeah, frenzy, frantic. Not just Black Friday in itself. We're not going to give you a history lesson. We're just going to be talking about some Black Friday horror stories um, as told by the people that live them. Um, we might have a couple ourselves. I don't know. But uh, I don't really have horror stories. I just have a couple of of experiences, I guess. But, uh, um, but before we get to that, we'll, of course, have a quick question. But before we get to the quick question, just want to remind everybody uh, that you can catch us on our social media pages uh which is twitter facebook instagram at qco podcast and and of course we also have our website that you can go and interact with us there and uh, catch all of our content as well um at uh, podcast.com. so um but in the spirit of things as we are about to embark on these black friday horror stories uh our quick question of the day is have you ever been in a fist fight? So, I mean, a lot of people probably say, "Oh yeah, that's like I mean, I've been in tons of them." Like we don't, it's not just like a thing that we we've done in our lifetimes. <laughs> so, do you think? I mean, if you really think about the world of fist fights, game, and let's just eliminate between siblings or something like that when you're kids. Mm-hmm. But if you say the world of fist fights, there's let's just take there's a million fist fights that occur in a year okay okay what percentage of those fist fights are newbies or like people who are very rarely involved they're one-off fist fights and how many are repeat fist fighters so meaning does this follow the 80 20 principle in the fact that 80% of all fights are fought by 20% of the same people. I did not know this would turn into a math question. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's probably true. Because it does seem like, yeah, like if you talk to some people, they're like, like you said, I get fights all the time. That's just what I do. But then uh, probably there's more people like us that are like, yeah, try to avoid fighting if possible. I mean, like Joe Pesci and all those mob films. He's got to account for most of them. <laughs> <laughs> like casino. Seen, have you been watching Joe Pesci movies lately? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just always like in Goodfellas. He's just like the like hair trigger. And then like Casino, isn't he the same way? Just like, you look at me wrong? I'm going to beat the out of you. And then he's just like, bah, 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 stabs a guy in the neck with like a pen or something. Or it has been also, isn't he trying to, isn't I've he trying to beat up like a little... But, Kid in Home Alone too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just always remember those because if anyone's gonna be like the fist fighter, like really, it's Joe Pesci, <laughs> like tiniest a small guy, guy. tiniest guy out there. Yeah. I think that's part of the character though that's supposed to make him kind of like intriguing and funny. It's just like it's the little guy that he's trying to make up for his small stature in in those films. I guess by being yeah. a tough guy. So have you, okay. So, I mean, looking back, I mean, there, I have a couple of, I don't know if they're fights or whatever. I have one that, uh, that is definitely a fight, but it did happen with my brother. We'll get to that. But uh, outside of that, have you guys ever been in a fist fight that is not with <laughs> like family members? So, <clears throat> I do have a few stories that involve a family member. 
and Alan and I will get into that in a minute here. But if it does not involve family, um, I had here a note. You want to know the hardest I've ever been punched in my life? Is that a question? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I question would love mark? To, I'd love to know. <laughs> so years ago, I was probably like 20, 21 or something like that. Blink-182 came in concert here. And it used to be called the Maverick Center. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called anymore. It's still the Maverick Center. Oh, okay. <laughs> still the Maverick Center in uh, West Valley, uh, Utah. But yeah, I go to this concert. Wait, it's not the... What's the E-Center? It was the E-Center. It's now the Maverick Center. Oh. Okay. oh. So maybe it was the it E-Center. It was the E-Center when back when yeah. you went. So I go there and I'm watching the concert and then I'm down in the GA area. Well, suddenly a mosh pit breaks out. Okay. Well... I don't really care for mosh pits personally. No, I wouldn't because I don't want to be trampled. Yeah. They're just, they're crazy dancing, fist flying, legs kicking pits. But stupidly, I decided to, it was in the summer. So I wore flip flops. Why? Why do you wear (laughs) flip flops (laughs) (laughs) to like a punk concert i'm gonna like, be smashed know. like uh, a sardine general I'm admission saying, yeah. you know you're going to general admission there's a million people just you know standing. how many feet there are you don't even get it within two, inches of yours as if i as i was saying it was a mistake i understand i know <laughs> but it's a mistake that should never have happened i know that just, it's like how, i just i'm just trying to understand the thought process and like i don't know oh, it I'm was gonna... probably like oh because back then it was kind of cool to wear um jeans with like reef sandals <laughs> yeah, to be a hipster Danny. or something <laughs> it was never cool <laughs> <laughs> says you but <laughs> yes anyway. says me so anyway i'm in there but the mosh pit breaks out so that automatically like i start going back like i get pushed backwards because i want and i want out of the mosh pit i don't want to be in the mosh pit well sometime during this commotion someone stepped on the back of my sandal and my sandal fell off my foot and so i went to go pick it up and of course it got kicked into the middle of the mosh pit so now i'm faced with this dilemma of do i go into the middle of this mosh pit to get my reef sandal <laughs> Or do I leave it and just be like, chalk it up as a loss? He's like, it's like guys, wait. <laughs> Gotta get my sandal. So, time out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, freak, these are brand new sandals. I wanna go get it. So I go in there to get it and I try to keep, I mean, I'm like literally having to try and find it because it's kind of dark and my sandal's black. And then I finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's black. <laughs> And so I finally uh, spot it and I'm like, yes. So I go run over to grab it. And I, as I bend over to grab my sandal, I remember just touching the sandal with my fingers and just clasping it. And the moment that I do that, I just feel this unbelievable cracking pain in the side of my head. As some dude that was just moshing with these freaking 24 inch biceps just swung his arm right you, then. You took note of how he, big of he had that work. He took time to, he's just, like, excuse me, sir, I've got a concussion. <laughs> but in order to, for me to tell the story later, I got to measure your biceps. Did you have like a and I had one of those movie like, slow motion <laughs> moments where he's just like, <laughs> time just like stops. You're like, 24 inch biceps, <laughs> male, white shirt, heavy boots with still toes. <laughs> 
I, I should have done that. I notice he does uh. not have sandals. <laughs> Fist came in from the right at about 47 miles per hour. We love to do the whole Sherlock Holmes thing from time to time. So anyway, yeah. Continue clasping sandal. You will not lose this again. <laughs> Fall back. It just like, uh, yeah, no that was painful. Like there part of me was like, I can't believe I didn't like, get knocked out though but yeah that was the hardest that i can ever remember being punched in the face <laughs> or in the head so yes i stumbled back and retreated and found a chair and sat good for you so, <laughs> yeah all right well the so there's a couple of times that i can recall one of them wasn't like wait should i tell mine real quick first go for it mine's pretty short all right so this was in elementary school. I was probably like in fourth grade or fifth grade or something like that. There's this big, he was like known as the bully of the school or that grade at least. And somehow me and him got into it like verbally during school, like during one of the recesses. And we decided we were going to meet up after school and duke it out. <laughs> so it was one of those. So you everyone, actually had a we plan, scheduled a scheduled. <laughs> Fight. Yeah, we scheduled it, and we will meet <laughs> everyone. So everybody knew about it. I knew everybody knew about it when the sun is at its precipice. I was telling my friends, and they were like talking me up, like, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta just be. He's he's a big guy, so you your quickness, you're quicker. <laughs> just use your quickness." <laughs> as far as I remember, that's what was going on. So we meet up after school and it was like kind of like in the movies where there's like just the kids all gathered around to watch and stuff. And we're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> so do you guys have to like and, and so I was back like back to back and then take 15 paces back to back. They faced each other through the night and shot each other. Yeah. Didn't the deaf place man hear the noise? Yeah, but he went, he went and got those two, two dead, dead boys. boys. You guys are so lame. <laughs> Trav, do you not think this story is true? Ask the are blind you, man because he saw it too. You're so lame. Isn't <laughs> 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 so that your favorite little saying? No. <laughs> Obviously, it's yours. Not only are you, How like, does that not only are you saying it, but you guys are like without practicing. You guys did this in unison. Like, I don't know. It taking started, turns on it finishing like this early in the, in the morning in the middle, middle of the night. night. Two yeah. dead boys got up to fight. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so we're facing each other and it's like go time. So I'm like, use my quickness and just rush him, run right at him and like, <laughs> just smash him in the face. So I run right at him, but he did the, like, he went low I went high, and he just flipped me over his back. This is like in WWE wrestling, basically. And I landed on my back um, on the concrete, and then it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah! It was the shortest fight ever. <laughs> so, Usually right. what people tell about fights, they like win. But Alan, no, not in this case. Alan's just like flat out. It was... It was, here we go, here we go. Completely, oh. completely one-sided. <laughs> no, see, see, my two fights, 
uh, that I'm going to talk about here. Well, I technically have three, but you know, we'll, we'll get to the sibling one in just a second. But so, you know, I worked at this, this grocery store and I came out, I was closing for the evening and it was, a, it was past 11 o'clock and I come out in the far ends of the parking lot. There's just a bunch of like teenagers, um, surround, you know, just like in this circle. And I noticed that it's one of my, my older, I mean, one of my friends that used to hang out with quite a bit, but, you know, stopped kind of hanging around each other once he moved and then uh, also went to a different school. So uh, I come out and he sees me and he waves me over. He's like, hey, Trav, come over here. So I get over there and there's a bunch of people I don't know. And he tosses me some, some boxing gloves. <laughs> I was like, what is this, like fight club? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Let's go. And I was like, are you kidding me? Wait, he wanted to fight you? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, let's go. And I was like, and this, this kid was always like, I mean, I love him. Okay. Like he's even now, like, I mean, we're friends on Facebook. Like we never like lost touch really like completely, but he was always like the daring one. Like I'd go over to his house and he'd be like, check this out. And he'd like pour like, like lighter fluid on his hand. He just light it. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> so I knew this kid was crazy. And I was like, I don't want to fight him. You just but, have to hold your palm flat. And well, I know sh- that, but cause he just rises. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he was a chemist. He's not a chemist, <laughs> but he's crazy and he's daring. So I am not that way, but I come out there and he tosses me these gloves and he's like, let's go. And I was like, oh, man, look at all these people I don't know. There's, like, even girls here. Oh, man. <laughs> it was the girls that It was the girls. The I was edge. like, I can't. I can't. I have to fight I can't now. look like a wuss. And so he gives me this. So I put on the gloves, and I'm like, here we go. Here we go. And uh, he's like, all right, free shot. You get the first one. And I was like, what? No. I'm like, don't do that. He's like, yeah, free shot. And I kept like fighting him back on it. I'm like, no, no, we're not. I'm not gonna punch you first. Like, it just seems stupid. And then he kept pushing me, kept pushing me, and I was actually kind of getting irritated. So I kind (laughs) of did the whole thing where I like kind of like turned around halfway, (laughs) and then I and then I swing back. I'm like, and I just clock him right to the side, and he kind of steps back and he kind of shakes his head. He's like, huh? (laughs) That's a pretty good one. Wait, you hit him in the face? Yeah. Oh yeah, I hit him in the face. And he comes back, yeah, I, that was a pretty good one. He's like, all right, here we go. So then he's like jabbing at me, and I'm just like, trying to move. Now, in telling this story, it seems like it's going a lot longer than it really was. It probably lasted like 20 seconds. <laughs> because then, like, I blocked a couple of, I did a couple of jabs myself, and then he just did a whole roundhouse punch clocked me right on the side of the head and I saw stars <laughs> and then I backed up and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> and, I just, like, take off the thing. and I just go to my car and I just sat in there for a minute. I was like, Oh my gosh, that hurt so bad. <laughs> but so that was like, I mean, but you know, I wasn't he like, you all the concussion super, protocol. yeah, he probably did. But, uh, the, the one time that I, and, and this was a near fight just because again, I don't get in fights like this. Like, I'll have confrontations and, you know, I've yelled at people and things like that, but never like, has it gotten to, all right, fisticuffs, like we're just going at it. So it was me, my brother and my wife coming out of a movie and going to 
get in my car. Uh, this was at the Gateway Mall, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, and we were parked in the underground parking. We come out, and there's these kids by my car, and I can see that they're like t- actually touching my car and doing something. So I kind of like, but then they they Is left. This when you had the the neon, neon. yeah, okay. and they go and get in their like I think it was like some Ford Bronco or something like that, and. And I go up to my car, and it wasn't like it was anything big, you know? Like, they just put, like, like a gummy bear on my window. Like, they just squished it on there, and it was stuck there. I'm like, it's so stupid. But they were close enough. Like, they were just backing up. So I grabbed the gummy bear, and I went and slammed it on their window and smushed it on their window. And so, but that was it. Like, to me, that was like, ha, ha, ha. Eye for an eye. <laughs> you guys, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> take that fools uh, but then my brother who's definitely gotten in fights he was like i think that just revved him up because then he was like let's go and he just starts going after him in their car and he's like you know just jawing at him swearing at him and stuff and he's like yeah roll down your window roll down your window so now i gotta come back and act like i'm tough too so i'm like all kind of like rolling up my seats i'm like all right here we go (laughs) (laughs) and uh so then like i like go up behind them and they're just you could tell the kids are in there and they're thinking they're like should we get out like should we do this and then they just like booked it and then my brother's just like yeah you cowards and he hucks his like coke at him this was trevor (laughs) yeah and that was it. So that was like about what, as close you think this as I got. Trav? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Not me. I can't. I can't do that. Like even when I played, uh, what was it? Um, rec league basketball, and I was getting frustrated. Or, or I remember I was guarding this guy, and he was getting all mad at me because I'm doing good. I'm like actually guarding the guy, you know. And he's like, "Riff, oh, he's all up in my grill," and I can't. St- I can't smack talk. I look at him like, can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, off the court. Yeah. I mean, but be safe, though, because, like, don't burn down your house. <laughs> so, anyway. Get out, get out of the kitchen. But, um, and, so and this is your... obviously definitely not a, uh, a quick question, but we kind of knew our, our, our main segment it is, isn't it as is long, long today. today. But, so... So you guys want to hear before you go with your brother's story? Well, no, that's what I was going to say is like now we get into the realm of, and these are probably a little bit more exciting when it comes to these stories because, you know, when it's family, no holds bar, man. That is true. (laughs) But before we get to family, you guys want to know the most awkward almost fight I've been in? Yes. Okay. So I went to this club, right? Is that a club? A dance club. It's like one of these days. Was it called Area Fifty One? We do not have time, but Danny went through a huge dance club phase, (laughs) and we will definitely go over that on another episode. Techno music. (laughs) So I go to this club with my now wife uh, back when we're dating, and it's fine. Whatever, having a good time. Well, at some point, I have to go to the bathroom. So I tell her like, Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She's like, okay, cool. So I go to the bathroom. (laughs) Did she say that? (laughs) Liz, I want to know. Did you say, (laughs) okay, cool. (laughs) So I come back after my excursion at the restroom and I see some guy is like trying to grind up on her and like kind of bugging her. And so I look at her and I can tell she's like, can you do something about this? You're like, 
And so I'm like, I'm like five foot six. What do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the, like Joe Pesci is ass. The, <laughs> <laughs> so the way I decide to handle this for whatever reason is I walk up to him and I'm like, I'm just going to handle this like a gentleman. I'm just going to ask him kindly to please stop grinding on my girlfriend. And so I walk up to him like, Hey, I think she wants you to quit. (laughs) In doing so, I kind of like grab his hand and we get into like a handshake. (laughs) 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 And the next 20 to 30 seconds were the most awkward, long staring into each other's eyes as he's trying to act cool. I'm trying to act cool. And And all that's happening is that we're slowly (laughs) squeezing each other's hand harder (laughs) and harder trying to see who will break first. So basically the Superman scene (laughs) (laughs) where he has his powers, but the others don't. And he just like crushes his hand. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he's like, eventually you're just like, I'm not going to lie. My hand really hurts right now. Of course. You want to call a truce? As you were staring each other's eyes, holding each other's hands, did the song, What is love, love, baby, don't hurt me. Did that come Because it off? hurts me some more. But yeah, so no, anyway, after not, Those aren't the lyrics. Well, I know, but I'm changing them because oh, his hands hurt. Okay. My hand hurt. I get it. Yes, and I'll, I will agree. Eventually, he broke. But I was super glad because my hand did hurt like a mofo. And I was so like taken aback, if you say that, however you say it. And just didn't, I was like a little bit like for the next few minutes, I'm just like, what the freak just happened? And you just kind of like in a daze, you know? And so, but after that, you just engaged in ultimate handshaking. (laughs) And so, but after that, my wife was like, let's go. And I was like, okay. And so I went and closed my tab, but I was like, are you sure she wasn't like, did you just make a deal with him (laughs) or something? (laughs) Danny, I have never been more attracted to you than at this moment in your awesome handshake. Very, for my very your awesome and flinch your awesome handshake for my life. <laughs> so yeah, I go close my tab, but I'm just like so like so many things going through my head that I just like say I want to close my tab. He gets me my card, and they just because they hold your card if you've ever been to a bar or slash club, and then they hand me the card, and I just sign the receipt, and I like start walking off, and next thing I know this sharp pointy object smacks me in the back of the head. And I'm like, what the freak? What the? And I turn around as the bartender chucked the pen at me because he's like, not going to leave me a tip douche. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I'm sorry. I should have fought back, but I went and left him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was if like, you would have fought back. I'm done with my fighting for the day. <laughs> I've already had a really long handshake, man. <laughs> I can't do this again. <laughs> Danny goes to fight the bartender, and he just extends his hand. He's like, bartender's like, what are you doing? Like, this is how Give me your hand. <laughs> this is how we settled it on the dance floor. This is how we settle it at the bar. <laughs> You want a tip? You're going to have to beat me in the longest handshake. I'm going to crush those phalanges. (laughs) So that was my most awkward 
almost fight. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that was pretty awkward. Anybody else have any awkward almost fights? No. <laughs> no. We should probably, like, we, I mean, we, we do have a, a, a main topic here, but uh, let's let's talk about you and Alan real quick, and then I'll do... I'll do mine your, with, your with my Trevor's. brother, and then uh, and then we'll get into the main topic here. So, Alan will remember this, and Trav will remember this, because Trav happened to be there on many occasions when Alan and I ended up in fights. Do you concur? Oh, yeah. Probably about 90% of the time. <laughs> I mean, Every granted, time. Trav was but just the thing always is, there, though, but... I, w- I am going... Yeah, you were at our house 90% of your life. Well, I know. But I'm going to stick up for Alan in the sense that I don't even know exactly which one you're going to be talking about. I have a couple in my mind. But you do have a way of egging him on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even none more of these so, were egged on. I don't know about <laughs> He did have a temper back then, but you knew how to push the buttons. <laughs> so incident number one, I call the Trav Trav and the weaving trash can incident. Oh, this was a good one. So the what? I don't <laughs> remember. I don't remember why, why it happened. But some Trav must have pissed Alan off, and I just remember we lived in this like little fourplex area, and there was a spot where they had all the trash cans lined up, and I just remember seeing Trav just book it out of the backyard. And he just starts bobbing in and out of these trash cans <laughs> as if, like, these will deter Alan. No, it didn't matter. They he didn't. just bolted right through <laughs> <laughs> Literally knocked over all the trash cans on his way towards Trav. Just. Trav's <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why either. I think, like, a couple. There were only a couple of times that I think I got caught in the crossfire, is really what it was. And I just so happened to like, and I might have inserted myself in there, just been like, you know what? I'm tired of just always just watching. Like, I kind of want to be a part of the action. So I'm like, hey, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, growing, what? like, what? <laughs> I swear, every time we talk about there, this, there's a new story that I just don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> So in my head, I'm like, they could just totally be making this up. <laughs> no, or or like. Wow, I got in a lot of. <laughs> I got angry a lot back then. I would say like, you I could categorize so Alan as somebody who had a short fuse growing up, for sure. <laughs> which is why we had to implement the special. Oh no! Club or Crazy agency pa- called Crazy Patrol, <laughs> <laughs> and it was comprised of myself, my brother Steve, Trav when he was available. Another friend of ours, Zach Campbell, and he was available. <laughs> Fucking Democrats. <laughs> That's what? the only thing I remember about Zach That's Campbell. That's what he, he would Democrats? Say. He hated Democrats. Oh. He was a 100% Republican yeah. as a eight-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, we created this crazy patrol. I would have to call this crazy patrol into place at certain opportune times when needed um it was kind of like the justice league or whatever i'd be like <laughs> justice league assemble isn't that what they say crazy patrol <laughs> only the thing is <laughs> like the justice league like Travis was saying they don't provoke their villains they're not like 
Well, we have a league. We should probably use like, it. So Joker hasn't done anything go, in a while. Yeah, let's, let's go and provoke him so we can actually make use of this let's league. Let's go poke the bear. <laughs> we put. But like, I don't think I any of like these were poking the bear. because <laughs> Oh, you hence, always poke. Hence, number two, I call it, knock him out. It's the only way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just remember Alan being very, very angry. I don't even remember if it was at me or who, but... My dad is involved in this one and he's standing down on the stair landing, like where you walk in through the front door. Cause we had a spot where you could go either go downstairs or upstairs yeah, from the front door. And I just remember handing my dad a shoe and saying, knock him out. It's the only way. Because <laughs> <laughs> Alan was so mad. So I don't remember how I provoked anything there other than I just handed my dad the weapon of choice. <laughs> no, no. There was about 15, 20 minutes before that. Oh, that you remember this? I just remember. Well, I was hiding in the closet. That's where I always had to go. <laughs> Trav, it's time to go to the closet. I know. So I was like, all right, Alan's, Alan's a little upset. It might be safer if you guys go in the closet. I don't know if it was that or if you were just like, hide in the closet because if my dad sees you, he'll just send you home. Like, because <laughs> we're obviously having a family issue, like a family moment right now where we're all fighting and he'll probably just be like, get your friends and just leave. And you guys didn't want us to leave or like we wanted to still hang out. So we're like, okay, I'll hide in the closet. So he doesn't see us. I don't know if that's true, Mark, but I don't know. I'm speculating. <laughs> so, that leads into yet another thing that I don't think I provoked anything, but I call it the BB gun charade and the fallen brother. This Steve. is the second <laughs> time I got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> and there was real gunfire. There was place. real gunfire. So I remember I still, to this day, I tell people this all the time. I still, to this day, have not seen the end of the gladiator movie because I was in the middle of the gladiator movie when my brother Alan comes downstairs and says, knocks on my door and says, Danny, I'm like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. These freaking pump kids just came into our backyard, chucked a rock at our house and <laughs> ran away. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, come see. So I go upstairs and our sliding glass door is just like slowly breaking apart. Cause it's kind of like that shatter, shatter, yeah. whatever that, what do you call that glass that just slowly breaks apart? <laughs> glass. Glass. <laughs> but there's a special name for it it's like breakaway glass or sure. something I don't know but anyway so I'm like oh my God, what first I'm like so tell me this story again he's like yeah so these kids just came in our backyard chucked a rock mind you this uh, sliding glass door is on the second floor of our house is on the second story so I'm like trying to do I'm like in my head I'm like they would have had to throw this rock at such an awkward angle that had to go like basically straight up and somehow come down faster than gravity really should work for it to hit our window at this <laughs> angle to shatter it the way that it did. Not and if it was I, a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already discussed this, Alan. Your your logic is a little off on this one. <laughs> and so that was my that was my pro- he my almost get a he almost, rock. He almost got away with it because yeah, I think you even put a rock out there. He did. did. Yeah, he put a rock. <laughs> out by the window so that i almost bought it i was like okay this is just weird but adds up there's a rock there i guess so shattered glass i turn around to go walk back downstairs to watch the rest of my movie and 
lo and behold, Alan made one foul mistake <laughs> or fatal mistake. Foul mistake. <laughs> he left the BB on the ground. I didn't leave it. I couldn't find it. <laughs> so I, my foot kicks the BB and I just hear this. <laughs> and I see this BB rolling across the ground and it takes my eyes into such a, into a, like in a direction that suddenly I see the butt of a BB gun sticking out from behind the couch. <laughs> and now the pieces are falling together. And then I realize I look closer at the glass and I'm like, the glass is broken from the inside. It happened to be two pane glass <laughs> and not the outside. And so then I was like, so Alan kids, huh? They really, uh, came and just threw a rock in the back. Yeah. Now, see, this yeah, is where that's... you're baiting him. <laughs> that's what Okay, You could have just literally left it alone, gone back down, watched the end of gladiator. Yeah. And waited till your dad got home. But you <laughs> had to be the one that was like, Oh, you oh like you're I know because you were like I'm so proud of myself I put this all together I'm a freaking gumshoe <laughs> that's true I did and you're like <laughs> you're like oh Alan more than a gumshoe <laughs> though I felt like a detective yeah that's <laughs> that's what, what a, a gumshoe, gumshoe is, is. Oh, I thought a gumshoe is like a detective helper no it's a private investigator <laughs> oh I don't like being a gumshoe <laughs> I want to be a detective but so yeah exactly so I figured it out and I'm like are you sure Alan you didn't uh, shoot a BB gun inside the house shoot the window and shatter it and then he realized that the jig was up and he went ballistic well right at that moment Trav and Steve and Trav happened to come in and I called crazy patrol <laughs> assemble <laughs> And so we went and we all had to tackle Alan, took all four of us, one of us on each limb. I got one arm. You were kind of sweaty that day. (laughs) I remember. Okay. I would just like to say the crazy patrol was just a farce so so Danny could practice police brutality. (laughs) (laughs) So, because I'll tell you some of the tactics he used in a second. (laughs) So I remember, yeah, we had to take Alan down, and (laughs) we we did. But eventually, I mean, he was surprisingly strong for a little guy, and it took four of us that were all older than him to hold him down. And then finally, I was like, "All right, guys, this is what we're gonna have to do." Because we were in my dad's room at this point. I'm like, at the count of three, we're all gonna let go and run, and we're gonna close the door behind us and we're going to lock him in here. <laughs> so we all get prepared. And I'm like, one, two, three, go. And we all get up and we all run. And I just remember the last thing I remember is I turn around and see poor, our other brother, Steve, who had just been captured last <laughs> second by Alan. And I just look at his face of just this sheer panic. He's like, <gasps> and then also he's like, no, as he gets pulled back in the room. And I was like, Sometimes people got to fall and I just closed the door. <laughs> I remember you also like chucked. Oh yeah. A telephone or something. And a lotion bottle. There's so many facets See, to this story. Like, no wonder. No wonder I was so angry. I was being treated like an animal. <laughs> you just chuck stuff at me. No, you, no, chucked, you it. chucked it. Oh, you okay. chucked. Cause it was like the only thing in reach. You're just like, just, and I well, think, I felt like an animal. So, <laughs> Um, your tactics were to pin me down Danny and breathe in my face (laughs) with your hot (laughs) sweaty breath (laughs) 
<laughs> right, and then as you would proceed to tell me, what? Uh, no way! And then you would choke me. <laughs> And as you were choking me with your forearm as you were pinning me down, you'd be like, Rule one, your opponent can't breathe. He can't fight. (laughs) And you would use this, like, Christian Bale, I'm Batman voice as you breathed on my face. And it was before Batman even came out. (laughs) So no wonder I would just be, like, adrenaline going. (laughs) He's choking me out. That's what I'm saying. You did not help the situation at all. <laughs> well, all right. Needed to learn the rules of engagement. Well, I'll just quickly tell this, and then uh, and then we'll move on to our our actual topic of the day. Because like, I did not think that we would get so carried away with this uh, with this quick question. But uh, the last time that I actually got in a physical altercation with anybody was my brother Trevor. He is five. Well, four and a half, five years younger than I am, but he's always been a big boy. He's always been able to hold his own, um, even like today. Like, I mean, there's a reason why I will not. Like, I don't care how upset I am at him or whatever. I will not take a swing at that kid because he will kill me. And and that's just something that I'm going to have to live with, just knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were just on vacation. We were up at a cabin in Island Park, Idaho. And uh, we had uh, there's a there's a river or a stream that's out uh, on the property, and we were just out there swimming and you know playing around, whatever. We came back in, and uh, I think I was I was twenty, I was twenty one, maybe twenty two. So so just a little pike, huh? Just a little pike, but I mean, you know, we're both adults here, <laughs> so he's at least he's like he's he, seventeen, he's two eighteen, years younger, three years younger. No, I just said four and a half. Oh. He's four and a half years younger? Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> he's he's Tracy's age. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, you know, it was me, my brother, my two cousins. We go in this room. And, okay, we're getting out of our swimming suits. So it was obviously I dropped my swimming suit. I'm getting my, I'm getting my underwear on. I'm bare butt, turned around, and my brother decides to be a little funny, and he takes a towel winds it up does a little okay <laughs> and it wasn't so i don't a little david pumpkins a little david pumpkins but it he it, i know he didn't mean to do it to hit me where he hit me because he had to be real good shot with that <laughs> towel because he didn't he meant to hit me on the butt so you're saying he, the target that he hit was just super small no i'm saying it was located on the front where he was actually behind. So it was just an amazing shot. You know, you got stuff dangling, you know, if you guys can imagine what's what I'm talking about here. And oh my goodness, that was just so much pain went through my body and so much anger. And I turned around and I just got in his face and I kept, you ask him, and it's funny when he retells it because I looked ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I did pull up my underwear. Were, so okay, I'm not like, completely, completely naked. naked. I just got my underwear on, but I go up to him and I'm like, and I've got my finger in his face and I'm like, do you know what you did? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you did? <laughs> And he's just straight facing at me. He's just staring at me like, come at me, bro. 
And so I, I'm like, all I want to do is punch him in the face. Yeah. I'm like, get hurt so bad. I'm still in pain, but I'm like, adrenaline's pumping now. So, and uh, I think I, I don't know exactly how it got started either. I pushed him or, you know, he got in my face. Or I, I bet you I probably started just because I wanted it. You yeah. know, I want. So, um, but now we're like rolling around. I'm basically butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like swinging at each other. We're kind of like, you know, rolling on the floor. My two cousins are watching. They're just like, oh, 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 oh. This is like, and uh, finally, yeah, knows, knowing your cousins, yeah, that totally. So finally, they're like, all right, this is this has been enough. So the closest person to them was my brother, and I'm like, my head's like flinging around, or whatever. I'm not paying attention. They grab his arms and pull him back, and at that point, I swing and I clock him. <laughs> and I look at it because I was like, oh, crap, that's not fair. They had his arms, and he, he didn't have a way to swing back at me, so he just leaned back, took his, picked his both of his feet up, and just freaking kicked me in the chest, and I lifted <laughs> off the ground and flew into the wall in the dresser. And at that point, like, now I'm, like, all upset, and I'm like seriously on the verge of crying because i'm like so many emotions are going through right now i'm like i don't know what to do oh, i'm so much pain i want to just kill him and, but he's my brother i love him but uh. and so i just like walk out but it was after that and i i mean i don't know if he made the same pact with himself as i did but i was like never again i'm like i'm too old to fight when was this How i was 22 so this was oh, like okay. yeah it was like 13 years ago but it was like since then i was like no way and i'm sure me and my brother have gotten or had like disagreements or whatever but never again will i even let it get that close because like i said he could probably kill me and i don't want to even try <laughs> so but there you go okay let's get in to our actual topic which is oh wait that wasn't our actual that wasn't topic. our actual topic in fact i actually had this this topic down as a full episode topic because i knew how we would be but in talking about it uh, in when we were preparing this we're like oh no we can just like say a couple of things because i didn't think we all had fighting experience apparently yeah. we're pretty good at it well i left behind a couple stories too <laughs> so we, we could can have definitely filled up we can do some other ones, maybe. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, let's let's get into the main topic here. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I'm trying to find the trouble man doll. Me too. Me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> what? You see that? <laughs> What did I say? These guys are looking for a turbo man? A turbo man doll, yes. A turbo man doll, yes. They're looking for turbo man. Hey, everybody, these two are looking for a turbo man. What's so funny? Where have you guys been? Turbo man's only the hottest selling Christmas toy ever. So stupid. Oh my gosh, that would piss me off. Like if you haven't seen that movie, it's it's uh Jingle, Jingle All, the, all way. the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad and they're yeah. And so in finding this clip though, right after this where it cuts off, he gets wind that some lady might have a Turbo Man doll that just left at the store. So he and Sinbad go running off and Sinbad like gets ahead of him. So he gets some kids remote control car and uses it to trip Sinbad who <laughs> then falls and cause he's a mailman. So all of his mail falls out of his bag. <laughs> 
And it's like the most, like, I never realized how awkward it is for Arnold Schwarzenegger to be playing a, a character like this because he walks up above him and he goes, Ooh, poor baby. <laughs> and then his face just looks <laughs> yeah. so funny. And then he takes off. I'm like, that just looks so forced. Yeah, it, it like, is. I don't think, but it's great. It's one of my top five favorite Christmas, Christmas movies. movies. <laughs> so anyway, so here's a go. So, I mean, like we've already talked about Black Friday, it's become this thing. And, you know, it used to be a time where, you know, it was Black Friday. It's not Black Friday anymore. It's basically just you go have your dinner. Hopefully it's early enough because the stores are opening up at like five o'clock. And so it's really like Black Thursday night. Yeah. I think they even call it something, but I can't remember what they call it now. But uh, the early bird gets the worm. No, I mean, like they call the Thursday something. It's no longer Thanksgiving. It's, <laughs> it's like Red Thursday. But yeah. anyway. Um, What's bigger now, though? Cyber Monday or Black Friday? But that's the thing. Like, we're now in a day and age where we're kind of moving towards, you know, you can pretty much just get anything online. But people still go to these because there's a lot of deals that you cannot get online because they want, because the thing is like, great. Yeah, you have these deals online, whether it's Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but that doesn't help you in your retail stores. You got to get people. I mean, there's a reason why, like, when you go to a grocery store, all the milk is in the back because you have to walk through everything else to get there. And while you're going that, while you're going to get your milk, you're going to remember, oh, I need this. Oh, I need bread. I need the, you know, other things. And uh, you're going to fill up your cart by the time you get to the milk. Oh, the only thing I ever buy at the store is uh, gum and candy. Yeah. It's so, just at the front. <laughs> at the front. So, so they have these deals, these door buster deals, so that it gets you in the door and it gets tons of people in there. So while you're in there, you're buying this. You're like, oh, you see another thing. I'm going to get that. Oh, while I'm here, might as well go grocery shopping. Go do all this. So there, it's just a way for them to get people in the doors. Because if you really look at it, they're they're selling these TVs that are really pieces of crap. They're like almost no brand name, you know, no name brands that. Well, the kicker, and I don't know if it's this way anymore, but at least it was up until a couple of years ago, um, because HD, true HD, is 1080p, right? Mm-hmm. And they would always sell like these Seven... HD hybrids that were like 720p, yeah. And so, like, the picture wasn't even nearly as good but people who aren't tech savvy didn't know any different. Nope. So they they're just thinking like, Oh, a TV for 200 bucks. It's like a 50 inch TV for 200 bucks. That's a great deal. Not anymore really. But I mean, even then you're like, okay, yeah, you're spending 200 bucks, but that's a crappy piece of equipment. So someday somebody's going to get like a four pixel TV. (laughs) And we're like, why do I just have four color boxes all the time? So, I scoured the internet, found some stories. Uh, most of them are pretty short, um, but so I figured we'd read through those, comment on them as we do, and uh, <laughs> just kind of go from there. So, um, so this first one. So back in my uh, this, let me re- uh, start over. Sorry, from where I got these. So there was a compilation. Uh, Reddit came out with something and said, "Hey, everybody, like retail customer service agents whatever tell us your black friday horror stories and this is what a bunch of them said so yeah. 
This person, uh, known as No Matter, said, Back in my poor college days when I worked at Walmart, we had a fight break out over a bike. Fists were thrown and there, were some, and there was some blood. Eventually, one guy got a hold of it and managed to get away from the crowd. He rode the bike out of the store to flee his pursuers without paying. <laughs> so he just like hops on. He's like, hey, I get out. Just, just get camping after me. <laughs> And he just books it. Like, how do you ride out the store? Well, maybe he's thinking, like, this was one heck of a deal. <laughs> but this was a free deal. <laughs> think about it. There are hundreds of people in the store. How does he get on the bike and book it out of the store without them catching it? Because it had a little bell on it. So it's... And everyone knows that that, that sound means, means jump out, out of the way. way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Move. <laughs> get out. Good job, guys. (laughs) So here's this next one. So it was the year the Xbox 360 came out. And this is from Ruku Ruku 55 or Ruku or whatever. I think it's pronounced Ruku. Ruku. Sun. Okay. So it was the year the Xbox 360 came out. I was standing in line to get some external hard drive next to the video games, and there was this 11-ish year old kid with a woman in her 60s. He was waiting for his 360 bundle. The woman before him had gotten the last one. Sighs all around. Then he says, <laughs> nope, one more, and begins the... Uh, begins the motion of handing it to the kid and this guy comes out of nowhere and push the older woman and the kid the kid hit his face on the edge of a video game rack you know the one with the metal and the plastic dividers at 19 years old i don't know what came over me but i instantly swung for the dude's head and caught him right in the temple sending him into a keurig tower in the middle of the (laughs) aisle everyone froze including me Guy had dropped the 360 and got up and walked away. I slid it with my foot to the kid, and he didn't say anything either. (laughs) So he's just like, just this dude, just, I mean, this kid just clocks this guy. I mean, good. Because this guy comes over and steals something from an 11-year-old kid. But I just like the ending, how the guy just gets up and walks away, and then nothing is said between the two. He just takes his foot and slides. He probably just like, you know, winks at the kid, like... There you go. It's like, we have an understanding. <laughs> this is a, a Keurig tower, like the coffee yeah. machine? Yeah. So what if the story, though, behind the story is the dude that grabbed the box had a kid that was in the hospital. Maybe. And he just really, all he wanted for Christmas was uh, the Xbox 360. And this guy so happened to work for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Okay. <laughs> There's a million possibilities, but you still like you still from one kid to give to another kid. I mean, I don't care if a kid's in the hospital. That's still a pretty douchey move. So it's true. Um, all right. So this next one is from lineman 72 T said worked security at target for five plus years for being a store in the rougher part of town. And I don't understand this this line. He goes, for being a store in the rougher part of town, I don't have too many horror stories. Or maybe he's just saying, like, I'm surprised I don't. Yeah, that's kind of how I take it. So I'm assuming this target is in the rough part of town. Yes. The funniest one I like to tell is a couple years ago. I was there early doing crowd control. 
I would always talk to people in line, try to keep them entertained while they waited in the cold. The first couple in line had been there for about 13 or 14 hours. So we opened the store and we have deals on all sorts of electronics, toys, etc. They get in line and have a shopping cart full of towels that we had on sale for $2. That's it. Just towels. They were first in line outside and waited over half a day for $2 towels. When I left after my 12-hour shift, we still had shelves full of these towels, along with tons more in the stock room. <laughs> Those poor old people. So, <laughs> we needed some towels. So they could have gone at any point in time. Yeah. And gotten, gotten the, got towels. the towels. Yep. So what did you think of that story, Al? <laughs> it was a very good. You're so oh. dumb. Like... Nobody knows that he left the room, and you could have just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> and you guys wonder, oh, did he not push my buttons yeah. when we were kids? I didn't ever start pushing buttons until we were adults. No. <laughs> this is not true. Um, here's a good one from Anonymous. Uh, someone punched a security guard in the face because he thought he was a customer skipping the front of the line. He was just walking in the store to start his shift. So yeah, my town has those kind of people in it. It's like, that guy's trying to cut the line. Punch him in the face. I'm just trying to work. Ah." You imagine just walking through the door. Like you're coming into work and somebody clocks you in the face. Like, welcome to work. Just See, walks I, away. Almost like welcome to Earth. <laughs> when it when it comes to getting in fights with complete strangers, like I had this conversation with a coworker of mine the other day because and I told them I went once to a jujitsu class with one of my friends who was doing jujitsu and the instructor It would have been weird if he wasn't doing jujitsu. Okay. And, and you went the, to class with him. Buttons. <laughs> and the instructor Real, like real quick sh- demonstrated on me how he could break my arm in three different ways, like within three seconds. And he was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like that is some powerful stuff. If so, you don't know when you're fighting a stranger, what training they have. If you come across somebody like that, you're dead. <laughs> So, you're dead. So that's why I don't get in fight with fights with strangers. I don't know their training background. I saw something. I don't know like, if they can break my arm in three different ways in three seconds. <laughs> I think it's on Facebook or somebody showed it to me that was like, upon getting in a fight with a stranger, ask them how many times they have been incarcerated. If they've been incarcerated more times than you, walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a standard set of questions. Like, yeah. Will you qu- please quickly fill out this survey? All right. Just a few more stories here. So building up to my favorite ones. So uh, this is from Nova Pine. I worked on Black Friday in the, clothes, in the clothing department at Walmart for like two straight hours before the sale began. People hovered over the pallets. The alarm went off and the swarm just went insane. So if you guys don't understand what that is, like Walmart um, now is... Yeah, they let you in the store. They let you in the store, but you can't... Like, they have pallets, and they're actually covered, and you cannot touch them yeah. until the alarm goes off in the store. Because, I mean, Walmart's open 24-7, right? So, Well, because so everyone like walks and stands by the thing that they want, mm-hmm. right? Well, but that's the thing. You don't know because they're covered. Oh. So... Um, 
But I think they do come out with like maps and stuff, so you pretty much know where they are. But they just cover them so that yeah, so that nobody is is taking them and, and doing all this. But anyway, so that's what it is. So you know, walking around, whatever, doing your regular shopping, and then it's like, Ehh! and then everybody's like, ah. <laughs> so um, that is true. If you had no idea what was going on, you're just yeah. there to do like your normal grocery shopping. Like I was just. I was just getting like some Totino's pizzas and <laughs> all hell broke loose. I don't know what happened. <laughs> this buzzer went off. This and buzzer went off and just like if you were foreign, like you had no clue what like Black Friday was. Just like, think about it. You're foreign. Is- you have no idea. And on the way here in the airplane, you just so happened to watch the purge. These, <laughs> these is crazy, man. <laughs> Alarms go off. And people go crazy. <laughs> That's your foreign accent. <laughs> what if yeah. you were only there for the Totino's pizzas, but, but for some reason that was one of the items that everybody wanted? So you're just like about to grab them all. Everybody just. Well, that's the thing. Like as I was reading a bunch Totino's of pizzas, go. As I was reading a bunch of these stories, people were like, uh, some of them were were like people fighting over items that weren't even on sale, <laughs> <laughs> like you could just get normally. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So I. Um, the alarm went off and, uh, and the swarm just went insane. There were two women in particular on opposite sides, tossing clothes back and forth to each other. I don't know what their system was because half of the stuff they were just catching and tossing aside. But this little teenager, I mean like petite tiny girl, intercepted a pair of jeans being tossed and the woman went insane and elbowed her in the face. Instant blood and the little girl was so shocked she just stood there shaking and crying. The woman acted like that was a perfectly reasonable thing to do. I pulled her out of the crowd and started to walk her to get her cleaned up. When the sheriff appeared out of nowhere, the best part was his kid or sorry. The best part was she was his kid and the woman was arrested on the spot. (laughs) She had to post bail and pay full price for her shitty Levi's. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, finally, like come up in like people are so crazy during this time that it's like you totally forget that you that how to be a human being. And like care like about you just people. refer to savagery. Yeah, it's like really, like Walmart Levi's. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Didn't we do an episode? Didn't we do an episode on like real life superheroes, like people who actually dress up and then yeah. like go out in the middle of the night and act like they're Batman? Mm-hmm. Vigilantes. This would be the fir- the perfect time to do that. Just go to these stores and be like, I'm gonna watch for any misconduct and then write it. <laughs> Write it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a button being pushed? I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> Alan said, well, we're going to look for any misconduct and then write it. And I said, write it down? Well, I get that, but like, is that it's like... It's just the dumbest be- joke I've ever That's heard. What I'm- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> okay. Here's another one from Do the Loki Pokey. <laughs> like, how do people come up with I don't know. I can never names. come up with, like, good names. Like, the, the closest thing that I can get because my last name's Cole is, is just, like, Funky Cole Medina. Like, so. <laughs> but anyway, 
So this is about an 80-year-old grandma who tackles somebody (laughs) over something. So the old lady wanted a cancer pink ribbon fabric, and the woman she ultimately tackled had called ahead and ordered a bulk amount of it because she works for a cancer organization and makes blankets for cancer patients. The woman was wheeling a cart in the store with several large bolts of fabric. So the the younger lady who called ahead and got the fabric, she's wheeling in a cart full of fabric of this particular or this specific pink bolt type fabric. Wait, she's wheeling it into the store? She's says, let's see. The woman was wheeling a cart in the store, in the store, not into the store, in the store with several large bolts of the fabric in it, which she had special ordered, and we put it in the cart for her so she could continue shopping. Old lady sees that this woman has all the bolts, and it isn't right that she's hogging the entire stock of that particular print. The woman explains the situation and that she, in fact, special ordered these and that the reason she was coming in on Black Friday to purchase them is because they were a major Black Friday promotion at 60% off. The old lady continues to yell at the poor woman. (laughs) The woman very calmly keeps trying to reassure her that she is not taking any of the store stock. So this was already stuff put aside for her. Yeah. It's just that the the people, and I think it explains this in a second, the people in the store said, you know what? They knew her because she comes in quite a bit buying this fabric to make these blankets for cancer patients. <laughs> so they're like, you know what? And she uh, does this out of her own pocket. So they're like, you know what? Just we'll hold it for you. Come in on Black Friday. That way you can have it 60% off. Yeah. So um, – that she makes blank. <laughs> okay, so the woman very calmly keeps trying to reassure her that she is not taking any of the store stock and that she makes blankets for dying women with breast cancer. She's a very sweet store regular who pays out of pocket for all the blankets. And so my store held the fabric for her until Black Friday when she would come in and purchase them with her coupon. <laughs> this is my first part. Old lady doesn't give a shit. Whips out mace and tackles the woman. <laughs> He imagines this escalated so quickly. Just just takes out Mace and maces the lady and And tackles tackles her. So old lady gets kicked out of the store. She would come in once every couple of months, give me the the stink eye, and then rebelliously write down recipes from a home and food magazine (laughs) so she wouldn't have to buy them. Then she'd scurry out and come back in a few months. (laughs) It's like, I'll show him. Getting free recipes. All right, and here's one of my favorite ones, and we can end on this. So he goes, I worked for Best Buy for six years. Everyone knows about the lines that you stand in outside. Part of the process is once you get into the store, you stand in another line to buy your products. Our manager thought he was particularly smart winding the line through our appliance department. Mind you, there is usually 1,500 plus people in the building at 6 a.m. with a line still outside. Well, we get a complaint from one of our patrons. After checking the dryers, we found a, found a nice turd in one. <laughs> Good size. Good size. Solid consistency just sitting there. A lady who did not want to lose her spot opened the dryer and shat right there in front of everyone. I decided <laughs> that day, 
even though I may want stuff, I will never shit in front of an entire crowd of people for seven for a $799.50 plasma TV. <laughs> <laughs> and that was from Dave versus the Volcano. But <laughs> And they don't even sell toilet paper at Best Buy, so she just... But that had to happen for wipe. him to decide that. He's like, from that day forward, I decided <laughs> I will never. I think the whole purpose was just that nothing is important is enough. I mean, as far as like buying retail. Yeah. That like, if you've got a crap, that you're going to seriously open up a dryer and take a dump right in the dryer in front of everybody. I mean, Worst case, I would see if I could get the people standing in line next to me to be like, hold my spot. Well, yeah, but nobody's going to do that because, again, nobody's nice during that time. I mean, we can end with this in the fact that, because I told you that I had a couple of experiences, right? So, I mean, I've gone out, uh, well, Thursday night, most recently, it was a few years ago. (laughs) When I say a few years ago, I think it was like five years ago or something. But, you know, went up to Park City and kind of went through the the shops, the The um, the the outlet stores. Outlet stores. But this was after they had been open for hours. So um, found a couple of cool deals, but really didn't, I mean, that was the extent of it. Um, Don't go out really anymore. I mean, I like getting a, a good deal, right? Like, I want to get a good deal, but there's just so much crap that you have to deal with. Like, most of the time, I just go to... Uh, or, or last year, I wanted to get my kids a uh, a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And so I did, uh, you know, Thursday night, again, I went to various stores. Like, I did go wait in a line at, at a GameStop. They announced, after 10 minutes of me being there, that they were out of... <laughs> Nintendo Switches, so I left. Uh, ended up going to like Walmart, Target, and then went to late in another city and went to Walmart and Target there. And then Quincy just calls me up. She's like, "I can just order one on Amazon. It's the same price that you're look that you're searching for." I was like, "Then just do it." <laughs> it's like, why am I searching? So, but I was already out there, so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna go and uh, and just look at the DVDs because yeah. like the DVDs are, are like the Blu-rays. Like, I mean, you can get really good deals on those, and that's like just kind of like what I go for. And Not this that was I, five years ago. Though, no, this view. one, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, was, that was last year. Was last year. The five years ago was when I went up to the. Wait, you still buy stores. DVDs? Blu-rays every once in a while. Like, there these were like I got them for my kids. Oh, so like just for like Christmas presents. So like there were like the. Lego Ninjago movie and and a couple of other things I can't remember what they are. Oh, the Hotel Transylvania movies. Yeah. So, um, but the one that I'm thinking of, like this was this was before it started getting earlier and earlier. This was back when you waited in a line in the middle of the night throughout. Like you'd go get you'd get to the store about like eight ten o'clock at night, and then you'd wait there until five in the morning. And I remember this night because we were waiting at target and i did not have like if you're going to do this you have to have a specific reason like you have to have an item that you're going for otherwise it's pointless and i didn't have one i really just went because i wanted to know what it was like because everybody's talking about it but then we also had somebody in our family that was like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna get a tv and i'd like some help so we're like all right we'll go and we'll help you get a tv (laughs) so we got there and we're actually like pretty close front of the line i mean uh, there was probably like a good like maybe 20 or 30 people in front of us but uh, everybody's bunched up, and it is probably one of the coldest nights that I have ever endured because it dropped. I mean, the temperature dropped super low. Some guy luckily 
brought a freaking heater. So, I mean, we were all just hovering around this guy's heater. And uh, these two douche nuts freaking keep jumping in and out of the line. They're, oh, no, we're not, we're not butting the line. We're just, talking, we're just talking meeting people, you know. And after a while, like, you stop caring because it's still like two hours, three hours before the doors open. But they kept coming back, and that was their plan. Like, we're going to keep jumping in the line, talking to people, get to know them, and then right, we'll jump in line right before the doors open, and then we'll book it in there. And that's what they did. And they pushed everybody out of the way. They were like, I wanted them to suffer for whatever reason. But I just remember running in. They made friends with like the front people at the front of the line. Uh, Everybody. They were just like, I mean, when I say friends, like they were just talking to people like, oh, hey, you know, what are you going to hear? What are you here for? And, you know, just doing some recon. Yeah. And, uh, and, so then the doors open and they bust in, they push everybody out of the way and they run and go get whatever they need. They're probably going for the stupid crappy TVs too. But this is all I remember. Like it was so much chaos that like I'm running in and you've got like target employees that are just pushing carts, just empty carts out into the crowd because people are just grabbing them, <laughs> just like running. And uh, so one like just rolls into my hand and I'm like, I don't know where to go. So I'm just like running because if I stop, then I'm going to get trampled. So I'm just running around and just weaving all over. And I find myself just in the movies again. And <laughs> I'm just like collecting those. And we did help uh, the one person get a, a TV. So that was pretty much it. But then we had to wait in a really long line. I just remember this lady kept trying to cut line, cut the line. And Yeah, that normally, is the flip side is like when you are ready to check out, it takes forever. Yeah, it's a super long line. And I remember just sitting there waiting and this lady kept trying to merge in and I just would not let her do it. (laughs) And normally like I wouldn't care, but I was like, you know what? All of us are having to do this too. Wait, did this lady keep ramming you with her cart? (laughs) And then you were forced to turn around and face her? (laughs) Like your dream? (laughs) No. She just kept trying to sneak her way in. So I just kept pushing my cart closer so that there was no space for her to get in. And then she like turns around. She's like, I was here. I was like, ma'am, I've literally been in this line for 15, 20 minutes. You have never been here. So get to the back of the line. Um, she tried to play the sympathy yeah. card. Huh? And in a, in a related story, um, just to end this, it was not, black friday but it was like the because like the day after christmas is like a huge return day right so we gave my dad uh something he returned it <laughs> but he needed me there because i couldn't find the receipt and so i was just gonna go take it there and just get like a like store credit or whatever yeah and we're waiting in this return line because the return lines are extremely long too and this guy this or this lady uh kind of butts in front of us and like me and then like the guys the people behind me are now pissed you know because they're like they see it and they're like that's not not fair you know well the lady happens to to leave and so we kind of like push her cart out of the way (laughs) like she kind of just walked off because her husband was coming to take her place while she like went to the bathroom or something so she comes and sits in and so we kind of like push in front and the guy turns around he's like hey this is this is our spot i was like no sir your wife cut in front of the line. And he goes, no, she's been here. I was like, no, 
she cut in front of the line and the people behind me are like, yeah, she cut. And he's like, so he goes up to me and my dad. Now, if you guys don't know, like I'm six, three, my dad's six, two, we're both pretty big guys. I'm like, I'm not like super muscly, but we're, I mean, both of us together, we're not like tiny people. And this guy was probably like five, nine something, you know? And so he's like staring up at us and he's just like getting in our face. And I look at him, (laughs) I kind of, put my head down towards his, his level. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, sir, look at us. Do you really want to do this right now? And he's like, Ugh. and then he just grabs the cart and he goes away. <laughs> I turn to my dad. I was like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> I was like, I was not, I was not ready to tussle. <laughs> so, but there you go. So, I mean, just as the time gets closer, everybody be careful. If you're going out and shopping, please, please don't be rude. Don't be rude to other people. Don't be rude to the staff. They hate it. There are so many people that quit retail and just never go back because they had to work a, a Black Friday eat, or Friday well, night. That's why they have. I mean, they hire a lot of like temp yeah. people too around that time. So it's usually people who are new and. But just understand, like if it's it's just an item, it's not that important. These are third world problems. Okay, so. Or first world. First, first I was going to be like, what? I, I meant, because I was thinking, I was like, third world people have so many different problems than we do. So it's these are world. first. You go to these poor countries and they're just shopping. These like are crazy. first like, world I really problems. love to see Black Friday in Darfur. <laughs> <laughs> so just please be kind to everybody else. I don't know if, I mean, at the time that we were recording this, yesterday was actually World Kindness Day. So um, somebody at work today, like, I mean, we sent out a, an email or our marketing department was like, hey, we have treats. Come back for World Kindness Day. And this guy in our freaking company sends out this thing. And he's, he can be rude sometimes. He's like, uh, too late. World Kindness Day was yesterday. And so then like I, like, <laughs> I was like, hey, World Kindness Day should be every day. Thank you. <laughs> like, thank you for the treats. Like, somebody's being good and nice and kind and you're being a dick. <laughs> It's like, come on. He's complaining about free treats. Yeah. So keep these things in mind as you're going out there. It's just kind of what I want to tell everybody. So, But thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a good uh, uh, Thanksgiving holiday season. We will be back with some other um, stuff before Thanksgiving. But uh, just wanted you all to know that. But, uh, um, you know, remember to check us out on our YouTube channel. Um, where we post that we actually did just uh on on that uh episode where we talked about del del shanzi i guess if you want to take a look at it he actually responded or he actually commented uh so we haven't i mean at, at the time of this recording we haven't responded back but we'll see what we do but anyway thank you all for listening we'll catch you next week